0: We were speculating about how vasty would act in labor when Aunt Edna said, Do I smell smoke? I inhaled and caught a whiff of something. Just a cigarette, I think. She kept sniffing and looked at the horizon as if she expected to see something more threatening. I guess you're right, she finally said. Caleb patted her shoulder and said, I don't know if you and Richard have heard, but- We've had a couple of fires around town the past few months. I know about the Woolworths fire, I said. Aunt Nora had written me that the old storefront had burned down, but she'd said that nobody was hurt and that the fire brigade caught it before anything else was damaged. Since Aunt Daphine's beauty shop was in the same strip mall, that was all I'd cared about. Well, it looks as if it was arson, Caleb said. For insurance, I guessed. Nope. The owner's policy just barely took care of boarding it all up. I guess he lowered his coverage after the store closed down. Have there been other fires? Richard asked. Caleb nodded. Couple of storage buildings have gone up too. It may be the owners are storing gasoline or something else inflammable in them, but they said they hadn't been. Anyway, it's gotten everybody in town a little on edge. Certainly Aunt Edna looked nervous, and Sue looked tense, too. The music stopped then, and Big Bill, Bird, and the Saunders came on stage. There were boos and hisses from the side of the field we were on, and at first I thought even little Crystal was joining in, but all she wanted was the music to start up again. Sue shushed Crystal, and we all moved closer so we could hear what he had to say. After all, that's why we were there. When I paid attention to Big Bill's actual words, I realized that his speech contained almost no real information. It was nothing but platitudes about a new day dawning and passing the torch and good things for Byerly. But somehow it was still a darned good speech, not because of what he said, but because of the way he said it. I'd never realized how forceful a speaker the man was. If he hadn't gone into business and politics— he'd have made a fine hellfire and damnation preacher. By the time he was done, I was nigh about ready to tell Bert to let his father do whatever he wanted to do with the mill. To Big Bill's increasingly obvious annoyance, I was in the minority, at least on the side of the field where we were standing. Every time he paused to take a breath, there were catcalls and comments yelled from the crowd, all of them rude and some bordering on vulgar. I could see Big Bill looking around, trying to see who the hecklers were, but they were smart enough to duck. Still, I was pretty sure I recognized Linwood's voice at least once. His words a little slurred as if he'd been drinking more than lemonade. I wasn't at all surprised that when Big Bill came to the end of his speech, there was applause from half the field, but mostly boos from the other. Next, Marshal Saunders took the microphone, I'd expected Grace to do the talking, but maybe they'd assumed a Southern audience would be more receptive to a man. Whatever the reason, it was a mistake. Marshall was a terrible speaker. He mumbled, and I couldn't hear enough of what he was saying over the catcalls to figure out what he was getting at. People on the pro buyout side started yelling for the other side to hush up, which only made things worse. Marshall rushed through his speech to get to the end, but by then people were so distracted by fussing at one another that there wasn't even a pretense of applause from anybody other than the folks on stage. Big Bill was furious, but when he reached for the microphone, Bert pulled him away. As the arguing continued, the Walters and the Saunders left the stage. I was starting to worry that it was going to turn violent— and was trying to figure out the best way to get out of there. When somebody managed to make himself heard over the crowd. Fire! Fire! I turned and saw black smoke rising from the direction of the parking lot, but I was too short to see the actual flames or what it was that was burning. There was mass confusion, with shrieks and yells, but even that was drowned out by a woman screaming, So, where's Crystal? It was Sue.